Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was flipping through the channels the other day, but there was nothing good on. I had nothing to play. So I went to my computer and realized that there was so much content before my to talk about the year in Netflix. And here I am back with my partner who we talked about over 50 plus things of the year in Netflix. Here he is, a man of the year. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? I'm good. Rob, Rob thank you for I that I gave you that award. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it, but I I'm, I do have a list, a small, tiny list prepared. You know, I'm yeah. going to start with the little people who made this possible. Mm-hmm. I want to start with Akiva. Yes. Now, listen, Rob, I heard from Akiva that he really enjoyed the fact that we went uh, to the max last week and talked about our first show off the nothing but Netflix, um, yes. you know, like formula. We have a 100% approval rate. I didn't get any complaints. Literally everybody said they love this. So we have to be able to break the mold a lot more, Rob. I think it's something we should bring into 2023. Sure. I I agree that I feel like that if something is happening on HBO Max, Hulu, Apple TV Plus, you know, there's something that's interesting. We should go where the interesting thing is uh, and not be beholden to Netflix. Netflix is not our dad. 
No, it's not. And I just want to give Akiva thank you. thanks for for that for and giving us that opportunity. And if Netflix wants to pay us to be exclusive, listen, we accept bribes. You know, mm-hmm. we we could we would love to have that conversation. But yeah, for all the listeners, thank you for all the outpouring of support throughout this entire year. But especially last week when we when we took it to the max, because we've been thinking about mm-hmm. ways of you know increasing our our uh you know content window in nothing but Netflix. And taking it to the max was one way. There's always Hulu and Tubi and other things. So if you have something that you want us to talk about in 2023 that might not necessarily be new on Netflix, but it's just new streaming and you like it, give us some suggestions. Let's do it. Let's do the thing. I think I think there's, that it's time. We have to evolve, right? Yes. And so we talked last week about A Hollywood Christmas, uh, which was on HBO Max, uh, which I think you and I really enjoyed. I thought it mm-hmm. was uh, the best holiday movie that I saw here in 2022. And we watched a few of them. And I would say uh, that we were, uh, you know, very high on the movie and we even got retweeted by one of the stars of the film uh, and a new Twitter friend at Jessica Vaughn. Yeah, Jessica Vaughn. The lead of the movie. Listen, retweeted. If she gives us like her endorsement, then I think that's all we needed. A retweet from her just shows that we're on the right track, Rob. I think we're doing the things. Rob, honestly, throughout this year, we've gotten a lot of feedback from people who actually were involved in these shows. Can you think of like some of the other times this has happened this year? Um, let me, th- I mean, uh, well, was, well was certainly sex with room sex, r- sex room yeah. also, um, the, uh, what easy bake battle also easy bake battle. People were listening the sex room. People were listening. I look, I like that people want to get involved in nothing but Netflix, the people that we're talking about, the subjects of these shows. So the more of that we get, the better. Uh, I think we got the floor is lava people. Remember, mm-hmm. uh, I think they retweeted us. Yeah. So if you uh, did, we get a snowflake mountain appearance too. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But you know, uh, it's been a fun year, and I do love the interaction that we're getting from the listeners. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So we're gonna talk through our year on the podcast, but also the year in Netflix as well. And there's a lot of overlap, certainly, uh, between those two things. Figured that this would be a good time, as people have. It's the last week of the year. People have some downtime, maybe want to check out some different things, maybe want to hear the re- our recap of it from 2022 on Netflix. Chappelle, I have a couple of different things here. Um, so I was able to pull up, uh, according to FlixPatrol.com, the mm. top movies and TV from uh, on Netflix over the course of 2022. Uh, can I give you the 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 top ten in terms of uh, the top movies and uh, and TV shows? Yeah, let's find out if we've talked about any of these top uh, movies yeah. worldwide, right? So, yeah are you are you interested in worldwide? Or are you uh, a U.S. centric type oh. uh, viewer? Oh, I just assumed the list was worldwide. My bad. That's mm-hmm. my look. That's my American uh, hubris. Yes. Oh uh, no, I. Honestly, I don't care. Give me give me whatever list you want. Okay. All right. So, according to uh according to these stats and of course uh Netflix doesn't exactly they're not super forthcoming uh with like uh overall views and stuff like this. So, uh this is the most popular movies and TV shows on Netflix in the world. Uh this is uh what they counted. They said uh the top movie on Netflix in 2022 was something we did cover 
uh, okay. back in February, the Tinder swindler. <laughs> you know, was the most viewed that, movie on Netflix. That doesn't shock me, Rob. The Tinder swindler was a moment. I remember being just like completely appalled at what I was watching. Uh, it was so exciting to talk about it. I think we had two guests, right? We had Asia and Sasha on mm-hmm. to talk about it. And we learned so much. I think Asia taught us about Raya uh, and all these other dating sites. We talked about that this man is still out in the wild swindling people in different ways. I think his Instagram page was still live at the time. Rob, it was such a good podcast. And I honestly, I really enjoyed the Tinder Swindler as a, as a product. Now, I yeah. think he deserves prison forever. <laughs> But that's not neither here nor there. That's not a decision I need to make. Yeah, the Tinder swindler really was like uh, it had a moment where people were really talking about. Uh, do you remember what was the guy's name? No, <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> yeah. his name. But it was really, uh, really Simon Levy, right? So, yes, yes. I know he, and he was yeah. everywhere. Uh, yeah, that was back on February thirteenth was when we did the podcast, uh, and so. Yeah, that really I think was uh, one of the first big like uh, you know you know true you know true crime documentaries i feel like that really popped on netflix yeah and dear god netflix got that little taste and then they just took mm-hmm. it to the to the max yeah. because it, i mean dear god every week it feels like somebody's getting swindled yep or or it's, there's like a random other crime you know maybe maybe this like started like the seeds of this were planted like years ago with the fire fest thing but mm-hmm. they really hit their stride here with the the tender swindler and it just got worse and worse and worse throughout the year i'm i'm so tired of the all the crew the true crime content that i get on my netflix feed cuz i'm like i'm not a true crime guy you know mhm um, so the number two movie on Netflix in 2022, according to these rankings, was The Adam Project. Another thing that you and I covered uh, this spring with Taryn Armstrong. Look, we really have our fingers at the pulse of things. It seems like, like March we're 13th, about, 2022. Nothing with Netflix 25. We're talking about all the good stuff that people like that people want to hear. Um, it was way back in March. Dear guy, it does feel like it was a long time ago when we talked about the Adam project, but I was very excited that we got Taryn to come on. Cause he's kind of like our like sci-fi correspondent, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, and you know, Ryan Reynolds in the, in the movie, it was fun to watch. We had young Ryan Reynolds and that kid was amazing. I, I haven't seen that kid in much other stuff though, Rob. Like since then I thought that was going to be like his breakout role. Um, maybe he's only good at playing Ryan Reynolds, but Ultimately, The Adam Project was very fun, uh, and I enjoyed talking about it. Uh, number three was The Sea Beast, uh, which is a kid's movie. Uh, we did not cover that on Nothing But Netflix. Are you uh, interested in The Sea Beast? I'm not uh, at first came glance, out in but July. what is it about? Uh, a young girl stows away on the ship of a legendary sea monster hunter, turning his life upside down as they venture into uncharted waters. Hmm. Do you think it would be valuable? July 8th. Do you think it'd be valuable to go back and talk about it? Like, do you want to like no, go I don't back think so. and I, I mean, I feel like that, you know, these kids' movies, I think they're probably cute. Um, but I don't think that necessarily uh we, we needed they needed us. Um, the number four most popular movie on Netflix in 2022 was Don't Look Up, uh, which actually dropped in 2021. Uh you and really? I yeah, uh, you and I covered it uh uh way back when, about a year ago, uh with Phil Thompson, December 26, 2021 uh, is when that one dropped. Yeah, so that was right right at the cusp of the new year, right? So we ended the year with Phil Thompson and, you know, he's a film buff. So he had like all the mm-hmm. information about the movie. And I was just in shock that it even happened because 
even at the time we were like, this is this is Oscar bait, right? And like these this is obviously gonna get nominated for a bunch of stuff, even though it probably shouldn't win. Mm-hmm. Um but, and I think we were right, right? I don't think Don't Look Up actually won any of the Oscars that people like that they like people were yeah, controversial. I don't think ones. it I think won, they won like, major some, awards, yeah. maybe like some technical right. achievements. Yeah. Um, um, and that was fun. Kid Cudi was there. And that was the that was the beginning of Kid Cudi's Netflix career. He ends up with Intergalactic later on. We talked about this, Rob. Once you do one Netflix film, you're locked in for life. Mm-hmm. Or at least until they're done with you. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, did Don't Look Up win any Oscars? Uh, let's see. Um, apparently, uh, uh, Don't Look Up uh, didn't win any of the four not Oscars it was up for at this year's award ceremony. So. I am uh, so shocked. You know. And Phil, no, I'm not shocked at all. We knew it. didn't love it either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we knew at the time that this is just. Listen, We've been this new. Was a, we didn't get yeah. fooled. Okay. Uh, the number five movie of the year, uh, as this is in terms of like people watching it, uh, the mm-hmm. fifth most popular movie on Netflix this year was The Gray Man, uh, something that you and myself and Puya talked about back on July 25th, 2022. Nothing but Netflix 43. You know, we don't have Puyo on enough. Like he, he really yeah. brings a lot to the table when it comes to these shows. I think he suggested the Gray Man. Mm-hmm. I, I think he like was like, if y'all do it, it has to be. Well, me. he was with us for Red Notice. Yeah, he's like our big blockbuster guy. When we mm-hmm. bring him in for uh, for these films. But honestly, Rob, I barely remember the Gray Man. I could not tell you anything about. It. I think Ryan Gosling's in it. Chris Evans they fight. Um, but I don't know the plot. I have no clue. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, Ryan Gosling, uh, that mm-hmm. he was that he was like being trained by like a guy, uh, and then mm-hmm. the the and the and the guy that was training him, right? It was the Duke from Bridgerton, and then yes, he basically spoiler alert for uh, the Gray Man, and he basically uh, decide, and then also the other Chris Evans was there, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then he was going to bring in Chris Evans to take out Ryan Reynolds, like knew too much. Or no, it's not Ryan Reynolds, uh, Ryan Gosling knew too much. There's too many Ryans and Chris's. It's too many. That's what I said. It's hard for me to remember this because I was waiting on you to say, and then Gal Gadot shows up in The Rock. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like which, which movie are we watching here? Yeah. Um, yeah. So The Great Man, it, it was very popular on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's not the most memorable for me. Okay. Um, the number six most popular movie from the year was Purple Hearts, something that we did not cover. An aspiring musician agrees to a marriage of convenience with a soon-to-deploy Marine, but a tragedy soon turns their fake relationship all too real. This kind of sounds cool. I don't know. Oh, you like, like that? Did, we, did we miss the more? Yeah, I like, like, uh, like a tragedy turns their, their life upside mm-hmm. down. Like, I, I like that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know, Rob. Romance I, I film. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember it being like uh, very like talked about. You know, uh, maybe maybe uh, since this is worldwide, maybe it just missed the mark here in the United mm, States. Yeah, okay. So uh, that was dropped on Netflix on July 29th. Uh, we missed that one. Okay, one we did not miss. The Man mm. from Toronto, uh, one of a few different Kevin Hart projects we covered on Nothing But Netflix this year as Kevin Hart was paired up with Woody Harrelson in The Man from Toronto, I believe, uh, was that one that you and I covered that one with? I want to I make sure that... It was Kirsten. Uh, it, was, it was Kirsten, right? 
It was definitely Kirsten. Yes. Yeah, we needed uh, like a, a native Canadian. I wasn't sure if it was in. if it was Kirsten or Naomi, uh, but Ooh. we talked to Naomi Calhoun for me time. Uh, mm-hmm. And we talked to Which Kirsten. Could have been the same movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> two the two Kevin Hart comedies uh, that we talked about, like in like both like around the same time of the year. Yeah, I mean, but these were two different versions of Kevin Hart, right? So, like, the man from Toronto was definitely like the, oh, he just happens to stumble into this whole secret agent world where they think he's one guy, but he's not the guy, and so he's trying to be the guy, and Woody Harrelson is the guy. It's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was fun. I I don't think we get a lot of Woody Harrelson content these days. Uh, I've never seen him in a a buddy cop film, like, kind of with Kevin Hart. Um, Hayley Cuoco was in it. That Mm -hmm. was fun, too. I mean, she's in it for like three seconds, but she's in it. Um, but yeah, it was fun to watch. I, I enjoyed The Man from Toronto. I, I I think, I don't know if I liked it more than Me Time, though. Me Time was very funny. Too. I think Me Time was better. Um, yeah. That after, that's the Mark Wahlberg and uh, Kevin Hart film uh, that uh, mm. we'll, 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 we'll get there in a minute. Um, there oh. was Hustle, uh, the Adam Sandler basketball movie. We talked about that on Nothing But Chappelle. We've really had our finger on the pulse of uh, Netflix this season. Uh, this we year. know what we're doing. Yes. On yeah. uh, uh, this was on nothing but Netflix thirty seven on June twelfth. You and I talked about hustle. Yeah, I remember. I was trying to get Akiva on for that. Mm-hmm. He's a basketball guy, and I was like, I'm trying to get Chester on because he like knows the stats. Right. And I'm trying to get Wendell on, but we did it on our own, and it was so much fun. I enjoyed hustle. I've actually recommended it to a few people that I know are just like huge basketball enthusiasts. Because yeah. to be fair, hustle is a lot more basketball than it is movie. Um, but we know Adam Sandler is a huge basketball like fan and he likes to play basketball and stuff like that. So it was, was kind of like seeing him in his element. Uh, it was a little bit more serious of a role for him, but, uh, it was a great movie. It was fun. And then, like, yeah, they, they we liked a it. a ton of cameos. I liked it a lot. Okay. Um, then number nine was a movie that, uh, I, I also enjoyed, uh, it was senior year. Oh, <laughs> wow. Now that's a, a throwback because I, I forgot about, about senior year. Yeah. That was fun. That was a, uh, that was, was it Rebel Wilson? Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson goes yeah. into a coma and she comes out uh, <laughs> 20 years later. I thought that was, that it, it was cute. And uh, you and I talked about that uh, back on, back in May was when we talked about senior year. Oh, May 24th. Like I said, it's moving so fast. I, I I don't think it. I've it felt like it was that long ago that we talked about senior year. Um, but yeah, the only my only complaint was senior year. Just a, just a pinch too long. Just a pinch. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just a lot. And like in the first beginning of the the movie, could have been one part, and the like the middle, and then there's like a, a song and dance break halfway through. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of movie, but I, I I think it was strong, and I'm not shocked that it's in the top ten. I actually just forgot about it though. Okay, it's wild. Um, number ten was Enola Holmes too. We talked about that during Tudum, uh, but we did not. You know, we we didn't cover Enola Holmes one. Didn't feel right to jump in for Enola Holmes too. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the listeners of Nothing But Netflix were like, "Hey, we ain't got to do that." You mm-hmm. know, they 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 kind of like peeping us the game. Like, you know, Enola Holmes one was cool, but there was mixed reviews about whether or not we should be the ones to tackle that, especially jumping into the second mm-hmm. Enola Holmes. Um, but I, I was open to it. I should have watched it on my own just to see. Uh, but uh, I'm not, again, another one that I, we talked about on To Doom. So I knew it was going to be highly rated. And I'm not shocked that it's uh, getting so much viewership on okay. Netflix. Some of the other big movies of the year uh, coming in outside of the top 10 that we talked about. Number 11, Me Time. 
that's our stuff. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you know, we really enjoyed it. We had Naomi time, mm-hmm. so that was fun. Um, yeah, that was a good one. Again, Kevin Hart had a strong year on Netflix. Yeah. Um, luckiest girl alive. We did not cover the school for good and evil, but number 14 was troll that we only talked about two weeks ago. Look at troll. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I would, and I think worldwide, right? Worldwide. You know, yeah. So troll was probably huge, like with the Norwegian audience, but also it was in our top 10 here in in the United States. So I'm not shocked either. Um, I like troll. What did looking back? What'd you think about troll? I thought troll was fine. I Mm -hmm. didn't think like it wasn't, I really, I would have preferred it if it was like 25% worse. Like, I think that would have been a more fun and memorable, but like it was, it was just like a fine, like monster movie that I will probably like, as the weeks and months go by, I will remember fewer and fewer of the details of troll. Got to get the troll two coming. It's got to happen. If you don't, if you don't strike by the iron's heart, who knows what happens. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Chappelle. We covered a lot of the top movies of the year, uh, but mm. we should talk about the top TV shows from the year in Netflix. Okay. Um, yeah. Now, of course, a lot of these things end up getting covered uh, on our sister podcast network of post show recaps. And so, uh, not, nothing but Netflix, it's, it's tough to cover like series and seasons of television on nothing but Netflix. We just don't have the time. So and when we first started Nothing But Netflix, we, we, one time we picked one episode. Then sometimes we would do a whole season like we would do, like we did for Squid Game, which mm-hmm. actually felt really appropriate. But dear God, I mean, we're busy men. We have a lot going on. And just sitting down and watching a whole season of a show, that's tough. But watching two or three seasons to get caught up. I and mean, Rob, I don't know if you remember, we talked about you on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And that you had to get caught up on three seasons of the show essentially, whereas I was like watching it, you know, in real time. Um, so yeah, that's a lot of work. So if we're doing a show in the future, we'll probably do one or two episodes unless it's really, really short, you know? Okay. All right. So uh the top TV shows uh that were mm-hmm. viewed on Netflix. Uh number one, of course, uh, can you guess what it what it is? <sighs> Stranger Things? Yeah, Stranger Things. Uh so mm. that's uh Yay. the 
most most popular uh, for this year on uh, on Netflix, which was covered on post show recaps as well. Mm-hmm. I believe that was Josh, Mike, uh, and Josh and Mike Bloom. I believe covered Stranger Things, and they've been covering it since the beginning, since the jump. Yeah, and I, I know Kevin, Kevin Madeo, and and Jess Sterling were there. Like they were, they were, they were rotating in a few people, but Mike and Josh were the kings of the Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was number one. Uh, then uh, number two for the year on Netflix. Bridgerton? Chappelle, believe it or not, it was Manifest. I don't know her. You watched that show, though, didn't you? I didn't. You? I never did. What? It was no. about a plane disappearing or something, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number three was Inventing Anna. Uh, yeah. So I remember wanting to watch Inventing Anna and then people telling me not to watch Inventing Anna. I heard mixed reviews. I heard mixed reviews. Like people wasn't loving it. Uh, mm-hmm. it's a it's based on a true story from what I what from what I remember. Um, but I just don't remember it having the 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 same mm-hmm. that you would hope from a show that's in the top okay. three. But oh, show recaps did cover it. That okay. was Ariel and Marissa. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four was Dahmer. I'm good. I don't know her. Right? Yeah, um, no, we don't know her. Dahmer, I don't know her. Um, number five <laughs> was Bridgerton. Yeah, there you go. See, I I was always under the impression that Bridgerton was the one huge show that I was missing out on. Um, aside from Stranger Things, which I, I've seen, but I just didn't care about. Uh, but you know, I'm shocked to see that it fell into the and it's like five in the top ten. Uh, maybe it was not was it season two not as strong, Rob? Of Dahmer? I mean, um... no, of Bridgerton. <laughs> Dear God, we don't need a season two of Dahmer. Uh, I guess it was not the phenomenon, uh, you know, that we we talked about. Uh, uh, reggae, uh, reggae Jean Page is that his name? Uh, the Duke, uh, basically, and he was like the breakout star of season one, and then he didn't come back for season two. Yeah, they they dropped the ball. They they got to keep the Duke in because I guess that was what was keeping the show. Like that was like the the X factor to the show. Um, I still might go back and watch it one day, but it just it just didn't feel like it had that same drive that will make me go back and watch a show. Like the second season really felt like it uh, from just from the outside looking in that it just didn't hit the mark. But of course, we had Kirsten, Sarah Carradine, Geneva, and Sasha over there on Post Show Recaps to cover that, so we didn't have to touch it. Okay. Um, there are some international titles uh, that come in at six and seven. Uh, things that were were not on my radar certainly. Uh, Cafe con aroma de uh, mujer. Those co- coffee with the aroma <laughs> with the smell of something. <laughs> Woman fragrance coffee, Rob. It's coffee with the smell of women. Well, oh, I mean, well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's better than uh, what I'm getting at Starbucks. <laughs> the scent of passion is the translation. Yeah, yeah yes. basically. Yeah. Colombian show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Then uh, number seven was uh, Passion de Gavalanze. I don't know what that is. This, is this, are these telenovelas? Is that what's going on? They, they here? might be. I mean, we've watched okay. all of To Doom. Uh, this, this must have been something. Uh, this is another Colombian telenovela. Yeah. Uh, okay. The only telenovela cool. I, I know about was the one that Carla was talking about on Survivor. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that. That was not the happy ending that she would have liked. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but I think telenovelas also, you know, put put you on that roller coaster. Okay. Um, I used to watch a telenovela when I was in middle school, Rob. Yes. Yeah, I used to watch Amigo Tiri Valles. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a Do you thing. speak I don't Spanish know. fluently enough or there was subtitles? No. no. It's just a thing like if you're in Texas, you can pick up on some things, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, no, nah, it was... You do things for the attention of girls sometimes, and uh, oh. this is like girls that spoke Spanish, and I was trying to like, oh, she wants to talk about the damn soap opera. I, I'm a person who talks about TV. I've been doing this since I was like ten years old. Mm-hmm. I can watch Amigos Um and I, I, I did. I used to watch a bunch of uh, it, look Telemundo, and I had a, a good run. I'll say that. Okay, uh, number eight n- most popular TV show on Netflix this year was All of Us Are Dead. Korean they drama. Watch yeah. that, but it was suggested. I think AJ Mass was a big fan of All of Us a Day. It's a it's a zombie Korean drama. Yeah. If I'm if I'm correct, and I heard that like it starts off and then it just like hits like a fever pitch and then it's it's wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, number yeah. nine was The Crown. I listen. Sam told me not to watch The Crown. Okay, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I sometimes very very few times I respect Sam's opinion, but this time I was like, I think he's got. I think he's got a finger on the pulse. Sam knows movies. He does watch a lot of them. Does know movies uh, mm-hmm. and, and and Broadway shows and television shows. But mm-hmm. he said this season just didn't do it like the first season did. Okay, or prior seasons. I don't know how many. All right, and then number ten is one that I have seen some buzz about. Extraordinary Attorney Wu. I don't know what that is. What? Okay. Who was that? Uh, so extraordinary attorney Wu. It is a uh, legal drama, and okay. uh, that I well, let me see. So it is in the uh, the the Netflix top ten. It is uh, not natively in English, uh, and extraordinary attorneys Wu has had a remarkable run on Netflix. It's a Korean show, uh, and the viewership has been growing week uh, after week. I kind of want to check it out. You know, like if, I think it's uh, a legal I, I, drama. I, I mean, I like I like the scandal. I don't know. Yeah. Is that the last legal drama I watched? Um, suits the suits count mm-hmm. as a legal drama? Yes. I don't know. Listen, it sounds like fun. It's South Korean, and I'm sure they have subtitles and and and, and a dub version as well. Mm-hmm. I, I might going into the year, the year, I might check this one out because it does sound kind of entertaining. That might be interesting. Okay. And yeah. then uh, some of the other highlights, uh, number 11 is Wednesday. I, I suspect like uh, that, you know, had Wednesday come out earlier in the year, I think it'd be right there with Stranger Things. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's doing numbers Wednesday. We covered it uh, back uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, with the post-show recaps crew of Marissa and LaTanya, who mm-hmm. covered the entire season. And I think they just did a season wrap-up of Wednesday as well. So if you're a fan of the show, go check that out on post-show recaps. Mm-hmm. Some other highlights uh, from the year in Netflix. Uh, Love is Blind came in at number 19. Uh, I, I would have thought Love is Blind is higher. Uh, Rob... I'm sorry. I just can't do the love is blind. I try, I try to care. See, it's so messy. I, I feel like you would love it. I, I don't know. See, this is why I let Geneva and Asia do these kind of shows mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And Mary, like they handle these things. Cause I just, mm-hmm. it just not for me, man. It's something about this pressure to get married at like 22 years old. It's always very weird to me. Like, uh, married at first sight, love is blind. The ultimatum, like, come on, man, live your life. You ain't got to get married yeah. to have validation. Speaking of Mary, uh, the Umbrella Academy was number 22 for the year on uh, Netflix TV. Yeah, and I got to be a guest over there on Post Show Recaps with Marissa and Mary to talk about it. And that was fun. Yeah. Um, and then uh, just one one more that I'll mention. Uh, the number 24 most watched TV show on Netflix was The Watcher. I, I would have thought that would be higher. Uh, something that you and I covered with uh, Josh Wiggler and Emily Fox back on Nothing But Netflix 57 on October 28th. 
Yeah, and that was Emily Fox's debut on Nothing But Netflix, and she mm-hmm. was great. Uh, they had a lot of insight into the show that I didn't know. I got, I went in, I watched the movie, and then I moved on with my life. Then they come in with like news article clippings and all kinds of like uh, information from like little things you didn't know about The Watcher and how it's very di- like it's slightly different than the story that they told us. The the podcast honestly might have been better than the show. Mm-hmm. That's, listen, and that's not out of the ordinary here on Nothing But Netflix. Yes. We do good work, I, I'd like to say. Let's, not to toot my own it horn. Was a great, it was a great podcast. Um, yeah. I, I think that might be a good place to segue into talking about, you know, some of the really memorable podcasts that we uh, did from, like things where maybe the, maybe the, the show was kind of mid or, or, or less than mid, but we had a great podcast talking mm-hmm. about it. We had a good time. Uh, Rob, do you have a, a particular show you want to start with? Because I have a few in mind. Yeah, we, I think we can bounce around a little bit. Uh, but one that certainly stands out to me was uh, this spring, you know, I, I had my first introduction to uh, the wild world of Medea. Uh, it was a homecoming of sorts for me, as you and I covered a, a Medea homecoming with AJ Nars. That is one of my favorite podcasts I've ever done. And Rob, I, I mean, you've done a lot of podcasts, but in my short amount of time, I've done a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I I just, I think AJ was the perfect guest. I think Medea was the perfect topic for me and AJ to just laugh about. And Rob, you not having any information about Medea for the most part was just fascinating because I had to watch you process what we were telling you and the movie that you watched. I mean, in the middle of the night, you're like, All right, should we even be talking about this show? Like, yeah. yes. And there yes, was a big twist. Yeah, there was a twist. It was funny. Uh, and it was, I think it was Medea's first romp into the rated R, uh, mm-hmm. you know, genre. On Netflix. Or, uh, on Netflix, yeah. So it was like, we got some Medea after dark. You know, it was, uh, there was a lot of Medea mm-hmm. content that is hinted at strongly in the stage plays and in the previous movies. But this one, they went all the way there and I, I enjoyed it. Okay. You want me to keep going? Yeah, go. Okay. What else you got? What's uh, your, your, your all highlights? Right. Well, uh, we went full bloom uh, back on May 16th uh, when you and I covered the Mike Myers original series. Does anybody remember that this happened? The Pentaveret. Rob, I could never forget the Pentaveret happened because there's like this one image that's seared into my brain. And I just can't shake it. <laughs> and, and it is the image of Shrek popping up at the end of that movie. I mean, it's wild that that happened. I mean, that show, it's wild. The Pentaveret was a mess of a show. I did not enjoy watching the Pentaveret. But man, talking to you and Mike Bloom about it, it's like in my mind, like like I, I, like my revisionist history is that y'all won me over. And by the end, I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. But make no mistake, I just really enjoyed talking to y'all. I think the podcast was so fun. But the Pentaveret is not something I would ever suggest for anybody ever. <laughs> Yeah. Like Mike Myers, count your fucking days. <laughs> um, I so can't, I can't believe that it happened, but you know what? I will say that unlike Troll, I will probably never forget details of that film. Would you ever watch the Pentaveret again? It's a show, Rob. It was a seven, a seven episode TV show, wasn't it? Didn't no, we watch the entire no thing? you couldn't. I, I, I couldn't do it. I cannot do it. And it's not just because of the Mike Myers part about it. It was just, it was too all over the place. Um, I can get past seeing Mark Morris junk one day. Therapy is going to have to kick in at some mm-hmm. point. But, you know, the, 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 the show itself was incredibly ridiculous. And I'm, I'm glad that we talked about it. And I'm glad we can leave that in 2022. Okay. Chappelle, what, what else uh, made your list of uh, our mo- most memorable podcasts, if uh, even the subject matter was not memorable? 
Well, I do want to talk about one that had a decent subject matter, actually, and that was pretty good. Um, Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah, we started the year with Tick, Tick, Boom. I'd never I'd never heard anything about it. I just kept seeing people talking about like Oscar buzz and all this other stuff. And I was like, I guess we kind of have to talk about it. But Rob, we brought in AJ Mass and surprise guest Sam Moore. And these two like uh, theater buffs and like uh, like. They they came in and they just schooled us. I knew nothing about it. I was shocked when they told me about like the ending and what it meant. Mm-hmm. I was I was shocked at all of it. Andrew Garfield was amazing, and it was a great time talking to y'all. I think I learned the most on that podcast. Yeah, uh, and that was a really really uh, good movie. Tick tick boom. Uh, that was not it was not current at the time that we talked about it, but it was sort of like in the like uh, you know best of the year uh, slot on Netflix. Hmm. Hey, you you know what podcast was fun. What? Hype House. Remember when we talked about Hype House with, <laughs> Barely. with TikTok Nicole? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's that's what's like the podcast that was saying like, okay, Chappelle, you're officially old. You don't know any of these people. You don't know why they're famous and they all make more money than you. But luckily you brought in a 26-year-old to, or 24-year-old, I think, at the time to, to talk about it. I don't know how old TikTok Nicole is. She could be 45. She's got an old soul. I don't think she's 45. She could be 50 and she's like, she's got, she's lived a long life for somebody her age, but she's so very wise. And she was able to keep us abreast of all the things that happened in that hype house because we were completely out of our realm. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me just throw some titles at you. Okay. And just get your, your reaction to the, the year that was on nothing but Netflix dated and related. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Rob, we ain't talk about that. Sorry. You got the wrong ho- you got the wrong co-host here. Where is Shannon Gus? Shannon, did you talk about dated and related? Because it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> Could never be me. I would never talk about a show like that. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Day nope. shift. Ooh, we brought in Vampirus herself, Mari Forth, to talk about day shift, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh we didn't bring her in day for Day Shift night. happened. It did happen. It did happen. And Day Shift was not the worst thing that we watched this year. Honestly, I kind of like Day Shift a little bit. No, it was it was again all over yeah. the place. I, it played with the vampire tropes a lot, uh, but having Mari on like as our expert really took the podcast to the next level. The worst thing we watched this year was The Bubble. <laughs> you know, it was that the worst thing we watched. Maybe I like I like to debate that because mm-hmm. we did talk about End of the Road this year as well, and mm-hmm. I hated End of the Road. Dear God, it was such a bad movie. <laughs> I, I don't know who Queen Latifah owes money, but please uh, release her, release her from whatever contractual obligations you have. Rob, I completely erased the bubble from my memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that was a show about COVID making a show about COVID, right? Like that was what it was—a movie about a, mm-hmm. a COVID movie that was made during COVID. Um, yeah. yeah, it was a mess. There was projectile vomiting. It was a lot of stuff. Rob, you really didn't like the bubble. I remember. I really hated the bubble. Uh, but maybe the yeah. worst TV show we watched this year was uh back in October when we watched uh Easy Bake Battle. Huh. Easy Bake Battle was really, really bad. Uh, we still deserve reparations or you know, <laughs> some type of compensation for our time. Yeah, I think it's more of a class action lawsuit. Yeah, I think we all deserve to like get in on <laughs> mm-hmm. this one because at the very least, have the oven present. Like actually use an easy bake mm-hmm. oven. Like don't call it that. It's like a bait and switch. It was horrible. I didn't, you know, very tacky. Tacky, tacky, tacky from the easy bake battle people. The contestants were fun. The format was kind of cool a little bit. But mm-hmm. I mean, the premise of the show is just flawed. 
and 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 uh, and everybody agrees. Like uh, this is a hundred percent agreement that Easy Big Battle was a mess. But it was fun talking to you about it. We covered Snowflake Mountain. Nope, and no, we didn't. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we, did. <laughs> Jenny Autumn was with us. June twenty. I would have said that was like a January tenth. We talked about Snowflake Mountain. No, it was uh, only six months ago. Dear God, it does feel like it happened ages ago. Snowflake Mountain was like where we're taking like we're like taking all of these like young entitled kids and putting them out into the wilderness and burning and blowing their stuff up and making them survive. Does anybody ever finish that season? Like series? Like how did it end? Does Somebody it, does, did. Like, did we know? Did Jenny finish it? I I highly doubt yeah. Jenny finished that. I, there's no um, way. We also covered uh, how to build a sex room uh, that you mentioned uh, that the host of how to build a sex room was uh, slid into my DMs at one point. Yes. And you ignored her. You I, left her I, you know, I didn't. I, I'm not a big Instagram guy. I'm not like Chappelle. Uh, and I don't like, uh, you know, that it takes me a while. Like I am like, uh, we'll go on Instagram. I'm like, oh, this person messaged me. Oh, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, this person sent me a message. Like, oh, now I feel stupid because this is like, uh. I should have responded the day up. Um, and, and I wrote back to the, she, that she listened to the podcast and she was like, Oh, mm-hmm. I, I will come on and answer any questions that you have. And I said, oh, well, uh, like, thank you because I've had this like St. Andrew's cross laying around here and I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> and so I, we, yeah, that, that was a good podcast with Puya. If there's a season two, we have to bring her in because she said she would yeah. answer any questions. If we have to revisit the sex room. And of course, Puya was the perfect guest because he is a sex room expert. expert. We learned on that podcast. Yes. And yeah. had one of the best, one of the funniest moments that we had on the podcast uh, of the year in uh, that one as uh, we were trying to uh, like kind of play podcast charades with Puya to ex- describe uh, what was going on in some of the future episodes that he hadn't seen. Well, yeah, there's a, a very specific episode where there's a there's a, a, a polyamorous family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like seven of them uh, where they were all living in love together and they had a, a drain in the middle of their floor. Sure. And Puyo could not for the life of him figure out what the drain would be for in a sex room. Like, what could you possibly need to flush uh, large amounts of in a sex room? And so, yeah, through some creative mm-hmm. uh you know, hence we yeah. got Puya there eventually, and he was um pleasantly surprised. Well, he's a surprise. <laughs> no. I'll say. I don't know about pleasantly, but He'd he be was a surprise, definitely yeah. he was shocked. I'll say. Yes. Um. But yeah, if they bring back sex room, we have to reach out to Melanie Ruth Rose, uh, friend of the podcast, friend of the podcast officially. Yeah. Um. Officially. What about in the in the category of uh things that things that we really did love uh from the year? Um. Let me say that uh. I, I, I'm still impressed with your work when we covered Texas Chainsaw Massacre back on February 27th, that you did a play-by-play of what Leatherface was up to that was just incredible. Leatherface was incredible. Uh, look, as a Texan, maybe I feel like a, like a certain kinship with the, with the product of, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the entire franchise, because it, it, it hits close to home, you know? But watching Leatherface in that movie, it was so ridiculous i mean he was like he was like a superman almost and then he had a chainsaw that he was like throwing and stuff like a boomerang and he like lady and and, like sliced her achilles heel and you know the whole thing like her tendon was like good sliced away then at the end he like flings it at that woman's head and like Mm -hmm. chops it off while she's like sitting through the like the sunroof 
It was wild. It was all crazy. The car was driving itself while it was happening. It's a movie magic, Rob. I would rewatch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> if they come out with another one, we should do that one too. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the spookiest thing we've watched, Rob? Because we watched some Halloween style films, and this and that was scarier. Um, well, well, well scary is a strong word. Yeah, what, does was, the monsters count? The monsters does count, mm-hmm. uh, which was a fun watch. I think also we talked about uh, the Marlon Wayans Curse of Bridge Hollow. Oh, is that yeah. who it was? Yeah, that was maybe yeah. the, I, I like that one. Yeah, Curse of Bridge Hollow was fun. Uh, the monsters was fun as well. You were a, a monsters guy, whereas I'm an Adams Family uh, truther. Is that was is that what we could land it on? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what did you when you compare Wednesday to the monsters? What how did you feel? Uh, Wednesday is a, is a lot better than the monsters. Uh, the monsters was uh, like I don't know who that was for. That was Rob Zombie's like interpretation of uh, the the monsters, whereas. Tim Burton's interpretation of the Adams family, I think, uh, seemed a lot more like on point. Well, yeah, Tim Burton is probably a member of the Adams family. Mm-hmm. If, you probably, if you like really went into like the family tree, I'm sure he's yeah. on there somewhere. So he was just talking, it was like an autobiography type thing. You know, he was just talking about himself. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed them both, honestly. And if they came out with a sequel to the Monsters, I would watch it. I want to highlight Is It Cake, Chappelle? Maggie Morgan joined us for Is It Cake? We did a podcast Mog. about Is It Cake? Man, it's, I think that was the last time I've talked to Moggs on a podcast. Uh, Can't that be. was fun. March 27th? Well, there's Big Brother content, I'm sure, but I don't know. Maybe I think that might be the last time I talked to on the podcast. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, but yeah, Is It Cake? I mean, it answers the age old question Is this a random household item, a piece of cake? A mm-hmm. lot of times people are confused. That show, the people were really, really good at their jobs. And so sometimes it didn't look like cake. But there was some cheating. I, we, we came down on some like sp- is putting tomatoes on a cake, you know, still cake. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't put tomatoes on the cake and be like, oh, I'm just going to throw them off with this one. Like, that's not cake no more. You know, um, <laughs> is it a salad like, once you put a tomato on it? I think so. Which brings me to the question. Is carrot cake a salad. Mm. You know, like, I, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's yeah. just, matter of fact, we'll come back to that one day. <laughs> yes. OK, Chappelle. Do you have one favorite thing? from Netflix that you watched this year? My favorite thing from Netflix uh, that I would like go back and watch. I I, I told you, I've uh, really like uh, been suggesting, um, I've been suggesting uh, hustle for people, Mm -hmm. but I I have to have my basketball content. It was the Redeem team. That was very fun. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was like, a love letter to Kobe Bryant in a way, the late Kobe Bryant. Uh, we got to see these all-star players from back in their heyday. Um, again, I think this was another time where I reached out to Akiva and got left on mm-hmm. the Yeah, Whatever, because it was talking about the Olympics, call Akiva. You think it makes sense and it would just happen, but no. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed the Redeem team. Uh, like I like I like a good sports uh movie on Netflix. Did you have a, a big standout or yes? Uh, my, I, think, my, I think the listeners know what yeah. you really like. Uh, of course it was Home Team. Kevin James plays Sean Payton, and of mm-hmm. course uh the role of a lifetime. Uh, yeah, I I actually <laughs> thought you were going to say Formula One Drive to Survive, but um this yeah. is a close number two. For me. Yeah, no, uh Slumberland number one. If you haven't yeah. seen it yet, watch it over the break. I loved it. Watched it multiple times. Yeah. You know what was fun? Murderville. Yeah. Murderville I started watching the, the holiday Murderville 
with my kids, even though it was TVMA, uh-huh. but I was just like, uh, like trying yeah, to like drown bad. out like any bad parts. And then we got like, t- like two minutes in and, and my son was like, this is boring. I'm like, no, no, it's going to get good. And uh, they wouldn't, they wouldn't stick with it. Your kids don't understand improv. You know, they, they just, they, they don't get it. Um, what did, were you entertained by it? Cause I was, th- I've I, been I only got two minutes into it. I had to turn it off. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I think is it Who Killed Santa is this one or Who mm-hmm. Murdered Santa, yeah, Santa is this episode? But yeah, we had Mari and Sarah Carradine, our crime scene correspondents, to come on, and all we did was laugh throughout that podcast. I mean, it was so fun to talk about uh, how ridiculous that show was. Um, and so I would suggest Murderville for people who just are, you know, sitting around during the holidays, killing time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Chappelle, 2023 is around the corner and there's some big things uh, coming to Netflix in uh, 2023. Are you interested in hearing a little bit about uh, what is uh, on the horizon in 2023 on Netflix? Yeah, because I think with uh, like a mini to do, we touched on a few of them. Yeah, yeah, we touched on a few of them. But I would really like to see what Netflix has coming because Netflix, Rob, Netflix had a an interesting year. You know, uh, there were times where we didn't think Netflix was going to make it. You know, uh, Netflix yeah. had some controversy. They was like brushed off. They had no problem. No, Netflix was down bad. They almost were like they could have been the next blockbuster. Which Rob. Blockbuster, yeah. canceled. Canceled, what do you know? didn't come back. Yeah. Okay. Who knew? All right. We can go a little bit rapid fire. Kaleidoscope is coming January 1st. I don't really even understand this. Uh, I know Josh Wiggler seems to really know what's going on here, but it's a show. It's eight episodes that they're going to show you the episodes in random order. And Giancarlo Esposito is there. If you have Giancarlo, you have me. So I'll, I'll check it out. <laughs> but Rob, Josh, Josh did message me. Yes. And he, he does feel strongly about talking about this show on Poster Recaps. I don't think the format really works for nothing but Netflix because it's a random episode and I don't want to mm-hmm. spoil somebody else's show by getting like episode seven of their episode two or whatever the case may be because uh, I am dumb. And, th- and this sounds like something that is far too complicated for me to, you know, to just figure out. Um, so I think what we do is we take the Nothing But Netflix crew over to Post Show Recaps and we try to talk about it. So if Josh is cool with it. Yeah, I, I love it. Let's let's do yeah. that. Um, coming in January is that 90s show. Uh, it is the it is a basically a reboot of that 70s show in the 90s. Uh, the parents are uh, are there. Were, were you Red a fan of Kitty. that 70s show? I, you know, I really never watched it. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I, I it's I I get the appeal. I I understand the concept. It's just not for me, you know. So maybe that '90s show will. I was there in the '90s. I was present. Yeah. So maybe that'll be more, you know, uh, like something I could latch on to because I was not there in the '70s, and so I had no like connection to. Yeah, that I didn't show. watch like the show. Maybe actors. I feel like Mike Bloom probably watched the show. I don't know if we need somebody there uh, from if we if we want to talk about that '90s show. Hey, if you have an emergency, you break the glass, you get Mike Bloom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's going to be Squid Game, The Challenge. 
Well, why does that sound like not Squid Game season two? <laughs> I think they're doing like an actual Squid Game. Oh hell no! Well, well in twenty twenty three, yeah. I think I kind of. Do we have to talk about that? I think we got. I think to, we right? have to. Like, I think we have to. This is listen. Rob has a podcast. It's about witty and funny commentary and clever, and smart commentary about reality TV at its heart. Mm-hmm. And if Squid Game is going to have a reality show, a competition show, we got to talk about it here. Um, I don't know if we. I, I don't know how the format is going to be. I don't know if these people are dying. Uh, I don't think they're but, killing people. You don't know that. Remember when we watched Who Done It on the RHAP Rewind? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And people thought that the people were actually dying uh, on Who Done It. You don't know. You don't know what you they're don't doing know. here on Squid Game. Yeah. And and honestly, Rob, I just I've heard from Puya. He just started watching Who Done It. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's on that journey. Yeah. He's uh he he was asking me about the mountain lion the other day. He's like, that wasn't a real mountain lion. I was like, Puya, it was. Duh. Mm-hmm. You know. So <laughs> so maybe if if they do it, I gotta watch it just to see if they're actually killing people. Okay. Chappelle, a uh, new season of You is coming back to Netflix. Joe, Go- uh, Joe Goldberg is back. I'm going to watch it, but I'm going to hate every second of it. I hate that show, but I can't stop watching it. I hate... It's not the show. I hate him. And I want to see his demise. I do not want to miss the day Chappelle. he dies. And if he survives that entire show, I will never watch... I will, like... I, you will never hear me stop complaining about that show. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like bad Dexter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though the show is, is better than Dexter. But <laughs> oh my God. that guy sucks. Look, being better than Dexter is a low bar. It is a low bar. Um, mm-hmm. and then I'm trying to see if there's anything else that's like gonna be on our radar. I think there's some new those will. Uh, some new Bridgerton uh shows that are coming out. Uh yeah. but otherwise look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I heard there was a Spy Kid sequel coming out. Oh, Spy Kid sequel. Yeah, well, I think this was like the fifth or sixth Spy Kids probably at this point. Mm-hmm. But I heard there was another one coming out. Uh, if that, for some reason, ends up on our radar, uh, uh, Spy Kids Armageddon, then I think we have to, I think we might be able to like, maybe call Matt Lagory. He feels like, I feel like he was a Spy Kids kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And otherwise, yeah. Uh, we're going to keep an eye out on, you know, what's hot. What's, what's popping in uh, 2023. Yeah. I see the helicopter heist is coming, which is a drama with Jake Gyllenhaal, mm-hmm. um, uh, which I would assume kind of sounds like DB Cooper a little bit. You know, uh, stole another plane, big stole one him. from uh, yeah. <laughs> when? When was uh, Cooper Con? Uh, what, did we miss it again? Dear God, mm-hmm. we're supposed to go. We 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 are supposed to go. Rob, um, the Monkey King. What's is the also Monkey King? A, I don't know, but if it's anything like the Tiger King, I'm down. Uh, the mothership is coming. What's the mothership? Uh, to Netflix. It says Halle Berry will play Sarah Morse in this new family sci-fi movie where she discovers a strange object nestled away in her in the rural arm setting. Uh, there she's uh, mother. Them off on an adventure. She is mother. Yeah, the, of the mothership. Um, pale blue eye. The raid. You know, Netflix is like likes its big dramas, likes its sci-fi, and so we're getting a lot more of that moving forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so that's a little taste of what's to come here in 2023. Uh, We are going to uh, work on uh, what's to come when we get to our first podcast of 2023. And I think we have a good one coming up, right? Uh, Do we? I mean, 
what what do we have? Like, what's on the horizon for us? Is it the recruit? Because I think that's what we talked about. Yes, uh, we're going to talk about. Uh, it should be the number. It's number two in TV uh, shows today, right behind Emily in Paris. Emily in Paris. Uh, we're going to talk about the recruit. I watched some of it. I know uh, Sasha Joseph is uh, way into it. She's watched the whole series, and so we're going to attempt to bring you a recap of the recruit. I'm excited. If Sasha likes it, then I'm down because Sasha has good taste in shows. Um, I actually know of a person who's like been talking about it all year because I think they've done some like work in the production of it. So maybe that'll uh, like, that'll be fun to watch. And maybe I can ask them some questions behind the scenes. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think that'll be fun. Uh, I thought, um, I thought that there would be like more, you know, I thought like Netflix was going to like come out like really strong in the, in the last few weeks of the year, but it seems like the recruit is going to carry them into next year. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. A couple other things of note, uh, that are, uh, coming our way. Uh, you know, that season 11 of the walking dead is coming to Netflix. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, if you're watching The Walking Dead on Netflix and you haven't watched The Walking Dead before, like you've been following the Netflix releases, release yourself. Release yourself from that that those shackles because you will be doing this forever. Um, the Walking Dead's a great show. It's covered on Post Show Recaps. Probably not going to talk about it here on Nothing But Netflix, but check out Post Show Recaps to get the uh, all the recaps from the whole The Walking Dead universe from me, yeah. Jessica Lee's, AJ Mass, and Josh Wiggler. Chappelle and Sonic Prime is in the top 10. I know that uh, my kids have already finished the whole series. Really? They, they, mm-hmm. Your kids are bingers? They, like, they, they binge like it to all. Binge watch the Sonic? They binge it all. And a lot of times they, they just watch. If it wasn't for like holiday movies, they, they probably would have gone back and watched Sonic again. Oh, so it was good. So you got the endorsement. I think so. I guess it must not have been that many episodes because it was like very, it's only eight episodes and they're probably not long. So it was like very quick that uh, they were like, I was like, oh, dad, we finished it. Like, okay. Yeah. Rob, you, were you ever a Sonic guy? You, you know, like I really a, wasn't. Sega? I was much more of a Nintendo household, so we never had mm. a Sega. Yeah, you have to pick sides. It's either Mario or Sonic, but it can't be mm-hmm. both. Yeah, so yeah. I think that we, I had a Nintendo, and then I got a, a Super Nintendo. You could have either gotten a Super Nintendo should. or a Sega Genesis. Right. But That's you couldn't you play Mortal Kombat life. on a uh, Super Nintendo. Right, exactly. You got to get the Super Nintendo uh, you have to go to Sega Genesis to play Mortal Kombat. Trust me, I was there too. I, mm-hmm. you know, I I was a big uh, say uh, like Mortal Kombat guy back in the day. Yeah. Um, I famously don't play games now, but yes. you know, I had a good run. I, I was thinking about uh, playing Mortal Kombat with my kids, but uh, that they, they seem they seem very interested. Uh, but I, I decided that's, not to. That's a character building exercise. You play uh, Mortal Kombat against a child, you have to. But destroy I, I them. don't know like any of like the codes of like. Doesn't um, matter. I'm like, uh, am I too old to be googling? Uh, how do you do Scorpion's finisher? No, it doesn't. It you're the perfect age for this because you know to do that. You already know to go in and find all those things. Your kids are gonna be button mashers. Toasty. Go in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah, they go. go in and destroy them. Because it's like I said, if you didn't get destroyed by like an older relative in one of these fighting games, you probably didn't develop mm-hmm. into a whole human. Go in there, make sure and do and keep doing the same move over and over again. Kids love that. You're like, you guys got kids, stop it. You mm-hmm. stop it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yo, Rob, do you I gotta have to do it. Explain, as a like the backstory of Luke Kang and Sonya. 
oh, you can make them watch the <sighs> you can make them watch the Mortal Kombat movie, and then you can make them watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you do that, that'll really scar your kids. Chappelle, I was thinking about this the other day, but after Sonic the Hedgehog, what was the second most popular game for Sega Genesis? Was it Mortal Kombat? Yeah, yeah, but I think Mortal Kombat like eventually crossed over into other realms, mm-hmm. like with PlayStation and stuff like that. But I think Sega Genesis was really like prime real estate for Sonic. It was mm-hmm. just like the place where Sonic lived. Um, man, but I I remember because like I said, I was a Nintendo household too. But you had to you had to find somebody with a Sega Genesis so that you can actually go and play those games. Um, but yeah, Sonic was just like the the poster child for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about the recruit next week with Sasha Joseph. Be on the lookout for that. Um, Chappelle, anything else uh, exciting coming up for you in the last week of the year? No, this is, this is my week off. So up until Christmas, I'm doing like a ton of community service out in the streets. I'm giving away food and, and money and all kinds of stuff. Wow. And then the, I just like to do, like, I like to do that kind of stuff. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, it's not my money. A lot of time I'm begging other people for money to, to give to charity. I, yeah. I give up the little money I have. You're the middle man. Like, I, yeah. I like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm like a, um, a, a vibe broker, you know, yes. you know, that kind of thing. Um, but, after Christmas, I normally take a little break to, and get to myself and kind of just enjoy the end of the year with family. And so that's what I plan on doing. I don't think I have a lot of podcasts coming up. Bryce and I are going to be covering this Christmas on the Purple Pants podcast. Mm-hmm. Bryce and I used to do a lot of movies, Rob. And and, and then what Bryce got really busy. And I, we got really busy, you know, like, but we recently connected again for Bryce and Wynn presents the Survivor 43 finale. And so uh, after that, we started talking like we should do this more. So we're trying to bring back Chappelle and Bryce reviews. So if you're not a fan of the Purple Pants podcast, what are you doing? Go mm-hmm. follow that. And then you can hear me and Bryce talk about movies sometimes. And you can hear all the other coverage from Bryce because he's amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you're not so bad yourself. Oh, thanks. Hey, yeah. Rob, I hope you have the most amazing holiday with you and your family. I wish you the best to all of y'all. Thank you so much, Chappelle. Chappelle, this week I have coming up with Mike Bloom, the, uh, the 2022 uh, All-Stars, Brand Steel. Uh, do you have a pitch for something that needs to be in the Brand Steel? Or someone? Uh, 2022. Um, no, no. I think 2022 is such a strong year. It's hard to pick something. I think if you if you send me your Excel sheet, like okay. we used to do in the old days. Let me look over it and see what I can put in there. Uh, what, are, what are your standouts right now, Rob? What you got coming? Oh, uh, Mike Bloom is keeping the list. Mike Bloom's going to make the list and then I'm going to learn what all the things are. Yeah, you're going to like, it's like <laughs> I'm me gonna, and you I'm really going to cram, in. right. Yeah, we're not really tapped in, but we're going to we're gonna figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't think of like what the real standout of 2022 was. I think, like I said, it was strong across the board. It was a mess. Mm-hmm. It was a mess of a year, but we made it. We, we made, made it. it. Yeah, it. and now I get to hear y'all vote each other out on um, the Brent Steel, so that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Let's see, uh, maybe Leatherface. Oh yeah, Leatherface started off strong, but I don't know. <laughs> no, about I don't that. think he's gonna make he's, it. Leatherface, maybe, had well, I think years, Wednesday probably. Adams might be the person that has the best chance from Netflix to make it to the 2022 All Stars. Uh, Kevin Hart, Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart had a good year. Yeah, um, yeah, I think those probably are two standouts. Maybe mm-hmm. Kate Cuddy. He had a good little run. Um, he he had his own show. Um, yeah. Uh, I think you're gonna have fun with this one, and I can't wait to listen. Okay. Uh, we'll see. Maybe the Mike Myers. Um, all right. Thank you no, so thanks. much for joining us here for our look back at the year uh, in Netflix. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.